This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Start off uh, repeating what I've been saying for weeks now. Elon Musk is an American hero. No one has done more to shine the light on the uh, scurrying cockroaches than Elon Musk. We have the latest Twitter files drop, and they are quite revealing. We now know who demanded that Donald Trump be banned. Uh, we now know who was running the place when Jack Dorsey was off in the uh, Polyne- French Polynesian Islands or somewhere. Uh, we'll tell you all about Yoel Roth, the guy who was making the big decisions. Uh, we'll, we know a lot more about uh, this little man joining us today will be Dr. Anthony Fauci. We got him here on set. He's, uh, he's an actual, this is a, 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 a doll, a Fauci doll, but it's actual life size. There he is. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, we get, we heard from some of the doctors, the physicians, the experts who were banned for telling the truth about COVID. You want to talk about a scandal? Yes, this is the biggest scandal, political scandal of our times. And uh, it gets better. It gets worse every day. A An American journalist, a soccer writer, perhaps the most pre, pre, prominent soccer writer in the United States, for what that's worth, died died at the World Cup in the press box in Qatar. And another journalist, a Qatari photographer, just passed away. Uh, We'll let you hear from the brother of Grant Wall, the deceased soccer writer. He thinks thinks it was a foul play. Uh, Jamel Hill has a book out, and uh, it's doing about as well as you'd expect. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen a book sell fewer copies by a celebrity than this one, uh, Libs of Tick. We're going to show you the latest Libs of TikTok video. This is the person tying this all together. The Libs of TikTok, uh, the person behind Libs of TikTok was public enemy number one to the uh, to the powers that be at Twitter. And it explains everything. We'll show you the latest video from Libs of TikTok. And another wild weekend in the NFL. Is this, is this, was this, the day that uh, Tom Brady finally got old. And uh, the streak continues, the most amazing streak. And I'm going to say in sports history, it just, it passed uh, Joe DiMaggio's hitting streak. It did. Uh, Ironhead keeps his streak alive with another losing week. He gets to uh, avoid the, uh, avoid the offer tonight, tonight, the Patriots at the Cardinals, What can we expect? We'll talk about that and lots more on today's Callahan Show brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Great news. If you're still looking to buy something for that person who is really hard to buy for, I have the answer for you uh, because everybody loves getting Omaha Steaks for Christmas. Oh, this is good. I got good news. We got uh, an even more special special for you. Omaha Steaks has put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love 
really easy. Go to omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use code word Jerry at checkout and get an additional $40 off your order. You got no reason not to do this. They will love it. You will save money. You don't even have to leave your house. It's really cold out there. It's winter. And just sit back and go to omahasteaks.com. They have everything you need to give a gift that simply perfects and an assortment of mouth-watering favorites like delicious Bush's Cup Filet, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Don't wait. Order today. Beat the shopping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code JERRY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite order with complete confidence, knowing you're setting the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code JERRY at checkout to get an extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. And, you know, to, to round it all out, you can get some Callahan coffee at callahancoffee.com. Goes great with a nice uh, steak dinner around the holidays. All right, we had Twitter file drop number, whatever it was, three, four, five, six. I don't know. I can't keep track. This was, was again on a Friday night. I guess Musk doesn't believe in that uh, Friday news dump. I don't care. It, it, I don't care when he drops it. It is riveting stuff. And he, every time I see this, I say, God, I wish we could do this with every one of these companies, every one of these big tech firms, because you know, they're all doing it. You know, YouTube and Google and, and Instagram and uh, Wikipedia, you know, they're all run by the same kind of people. This, this, this cabal of, of smarmy, unctuous, woke weasels. That's who was running uh, Twitter when uh, Musk took over. Those are some of the people who were fired those were the people making the decisions. Those were the people rigging elections. There's no longer any doubt. And if you had a, if you had any doubt, just watch the reaction from the mainstream media. To, to summarize, the mainstream media, and I'm talking New York Times, Washington Post, uh, ABC, NBC, CNN, they spent every day for the better part of three years talking about the Russia hoax, the alleged collusion between the uh, Trump campaign and the Trump presidency and Russia. It was all made up. It was a hoax. It was made up by the Hillary Clinton campaign and carried out by beginning with uh, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, and of course, all the members of the mainstream media, members of the uh, intelligence community too. But so the meat, so the, the New York times, they, they gave each other Pulitzers. They literally wrote about it every day, talked about it every day. And it was all made up. This, on the other hand, is all real, and they are ignoring it and, and running from it and hiding from it. It's, again, a story about corruption in big tech and uh, big tech putting their finger on the scale, rigging elections. But it's also a story, I say again, about the corruption of the mainstream media, about these dishonest, lying hacks that pretend to be journalists. This, by any definition is a massive story, a huge story. Again, I'm going to do this every day. Maybe I don't care. I'm going to try to sum it up like in a minute. Think of this. Think of what has been exposed here, revealed here. The, the, the intelligence apparatus, uh, including the FBI. By the way, 
one of the uh, Twitter execs, I believe it was the, uh, was Yoel Roth, Yoel Roth, and we will get to more about Yoel Roth. He's kind of like the Sam Brinton of the, uh, of, of Twitter. Uh, but one of them met with seven different federal agencies to talk about what they should censor. Seven. <laughs> We're talking FBI, DOJ, DNI. I mean, they're the, 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 the intelligence communities, the deep state, the swamp was going behind Trump's back, trying to defeat him, trying to oust him while he was president. Again, we hear a lot about, uh, about uh, uh, election uh, interference and rigging. I think a better word is coup. <laughs> These people were working for Trump. They were his Department of Justice, and they were working hard to defeat him leading up to the, uh, to the 2020 election. It's just uh, an amazing thing. But in a quick, quick summary, the FBI, we'll focus on the FBI, had the laptop from hell. They knew it was real. They knew it wasn't Russian. They knew it wasn't hacked. In the days leading up to the 2020 election, they went out to San Francisco and met with Twitter executives, high-ranking Twitter executives, told them, be, be wary, be ready for uh, hacked material pertaining to Hunter Biden and, and Joe Biden. It's likely Russian disinformation. They knew that was a lie. They knew it was real. It wasn't hacked. It wasn't Russian. They did that while Trump uh, was in office, his own FBI went to, to, to San Francisco and lied in an attempt to uh, suppress the information that was on the laptop and rig the election. How did they know this information was about to, to, to come out in the New York Post? Because they, they raided Rudy Giuliani's apartment and his office and confiscated all his electronics so the personal lawyer of the president gets raided. They take his phone, his computer, they hack into it. They read his emails, his texts. So they know uh, he's been communicating with the New York Post. They know the Post is about to come up with this blockbuster story. And they went to, to, to Twitter and tried to stop its dissemination. That is just amazing. That is just such a scandal. It is these people belong in prison. They don't believe, and, and, and by the way, part of the, uh, the operation to suppress the information and, and, uh, and portray it as Russian disinformation includes 51 former uh, intelligence officials saying it's Russian disinformation, including five former heads of the CIA. These people are all liars. They be, these people are all scum. They must be dragged before Congress uh, in January. There's still none of them. None of the 51 has apologized. None of them has said anything about being you know, deceived or, or lied to or anything. They just are in the tank in an, uh, for Joe Biden trying to defeat Donald Trump. These people must be held accountable. And uh, Musk is doing his part. I will say that. A couple of big revelations, and there's uh, some of the uh, some of them on the screen. If you're watching along with us, my favorite is uh, the people demanding Trump be banned. The whole thing one of one of the threads is all about the deliberations that went into banning Donald Trump, a sitting president at the time, uh, taking him off Twitter permanently. And one of the people demanding it, Michelle Obama, is reaching out to Twitter saying, you must get this, this man off Twitter. Another one, the ADL. The ADL 
just a left-wing hack outfit. Uh, Donald Trump did more for Israel, I mean, in, in his four years than any president I've ever seen. Why is the ADL demanding he'd be removed? Because they don't care about the protecting Israel, Jewish interests. Trump never did anything anti-Semitic, but they're in with the mob. They're in with the mob. And uh, a whole bunch of people came out and demanded all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, the opposition demanded Trump be removed. He eventually was. You can read about it. He was done. It was done on a whim from this Yoel Roth character. And again, I will get to him. I can't wait to get to him. But there's, there's, there's another part of this that was just amazing. And we knew about it. But you think t- uh, Twitter is run by a bunch of, you know, woke hacks. And it is. It was. Not anymore. It was. So they don't, they ban anybody. We've gone out, we went over it last week. Charlie Kirk and Dan Bongino and uh, any, and Trump, anyone in Trump's orbit, you know, all the Rudy Giuliani's and Roger Stone's, they're all banned because they hate him. They're, they're what you'd expect from San Francisco liberals. They hate everything about Donald Trump. I understood that. We all understood that. But the, the uh, process of banning doctors, uh, scientists, authorities, people who were in this, who signed this great uh, Barrington Declaration, uh, people like uh, Jay Bhattacharya, uh, uh, Peter McCullough, uh, Robert Malone. These are experts. Robert Malone developed the mRNA uh, vaccine. They were banned instantly. I believe Jay Bhattacharya said he was banned like the first day he was on Twitter. They suspended him permanently. These were people who questioned the vaccine, people who questioned cloth masks, people who were right about everything and smart, learned people, authorities, Peter McCullough, a world renowned cardiologist banned because some woke dink who's got a PhD in, in gay porn or something. We'll get to, we'll get to Noel Ross uh, (laughs) academic credentials, but these are just hard left socialists. I mean, JJ Gotti and uh, Peral Agrawal, I mean, these, these are just people who hate Trump, love Fauci, and they, they rigged everything, not just the election, which they clearly did, but they rigged any information that you would get on COVID, anything. And so did, so did Facebook, so did YouTube. We know that. Looking back at some of the stuff now is just remarkable. I mean, these are people who, who, who uh, studied the data, who referred to uh, research, you know, who, these are not, this is not, uh, you know, Laura Loomer or Nick Fuentes. This is, uh, these are Stanford professors and Yale professors who were not allowed on the uh, platform because some punk in Silicon Valley decided they were all in on Fauci and, uh, and Biden's misinformation and disinformation, they were all in on the narrative that, uh, you know, whatever, 15 days to slow the, slow the spread or we must close schools and, and businesses. It, this is the, 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 the damage these people did. They got people killed. That's it. I'm, I'm going to go full, uh, you know, I'm full Democrat here and say they got people killed because they did. I mean, they lied about, about COVID over and over again. And uh, insisted that the vaccine was the answer to everything. Even now, 
They're doing, you know, even now you're listening to everybody, Biden and Kamala and the whole bunch of them saying, oh, for the for Christmas, the best thing you do is get vaccinated. And you're going, what? Well, when are we done with this? When are we moving on from this? Well, this is a start. One big tech platform, one. They don't control Twitter anymore. They still control all the rest, but it's driving them nuts. They can't stand the thought of one one social media platform, one being controlled by an independent man like like Elon Musk, a guy, by the way, who voted for Obama twice and voted for Joe Biden, a guy who's, who doesn't like Trump, who doesn't consider, who's not a Republican, who's not a, a conservative, but he is a believer in free speech. He is the, the believer in transparency, and that's what you're getting out of, uh, out of Elon Musk. And if you're, and if you're, uh, if you're not paying attention, you should be, because this is historic. This is history we're seeing. These weasels are being exposed, and uh, it's not it's not pretty. It's not pretty. And what you learn is Yoel Roth. Yoel Roth. Uh, I was just going to look for his age. Find his age for me, Ironhead. I got his whole bio here, but I don't know his age. Uh, this is a guy. He's he's hardcore liberal. liberal and uh, he's a he's he's a gay guy. He's married to a guy. He's uh, he hates children. He says over and over again on his Twitter feed, he hates kids. He got you think he's got a Ph.D. from the University of Pennsylvania. Oh, that's impressive, huh? He must be smart. He's thirty five years old. Seems like he like he's he sounds like he's about twenty. Uh, his Ph.D. Let's see if I have this right. Is on. <laughs> Grinder. It's on gay dating sites. That's what he wrote a PhD on. 300 pages. The title of it's called Gay Data. <laughs> the whole thing is about the effect of Grinder on the gay population or the gay culture. That's how he got a doctorate. That's what makes him a doctor. And if you look at some of the, I, I sent you a, 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 someone screenshotted like six of his tweets. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. The stuff he, 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 and there's another thing you don't know if you're just consuming mainstream media. One, Elon Musk had two, uh, central goals or missions as he took over Twitter. One is to get child pornography off the site. I believe the number of child, uh, the number of tweets that would, uh, Qualifies child pornography was in the tens of millions before he took over. They 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 did not allow world renowned cardiologists to tweet their thoughts on COVID, but they allowed lots of child pornography, lots. And one of the things Musk's team has done is trying to remove that ban. People. That's why Antifa is so upset. Antifa is a big defender of child pornography and 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 drag queens and all that drag queen story hour and all that. We'll get to that too, but. But the guy deciding who gets to speak on this platform um, uh, did his uh, did his PhD on gay porn and gay uh, gay dating sites, I should say. Here's uh, you have that uh, tweet from a account called Brick Suit. He screenshots all of uh, Yoel Roth. Here's here's one he wrote in. Uh, uh, 2011, he says, I'm persistently freaked out by youth-centric direction my research interests are headed in, given I, you know, 
hate children. What the hell? Men are turning to a life of carefree homosexuality to avoid the expense of wives and children. He tweets that. And he defends, he jokes at times about kids having access to adult content on social media. Big joke to him that kids can see porn or child porn. Big joke. That guy was making all the decisions when Trump and everyone in Trump's orbit got banned. That guy, this guy, this, this woke punk brat. This is the one that said, this is the guy that said, Babylon B naming Rachel Levine man of the year caught was violence. And it, and it put the lives of trans people in danger to joke about the four star admiral who's pretending to be a woman to joke, make a joke, a satire was putting people's life in danger and he banned them permanently. They're back because they're friends of Musk. But this guy was the head of trust and safety. The head of trust and safety was the guy who was got a thing for uh, uh, gay dating sites and uh, hates kids and didn't have a big problem with uh, gay, I mean, with uh, child porn on the site. But after, after um, the dump from Michael Schlellenberger, he's the third journalist. And I think it's a good choice. He's, he's a liberal, but he's a, but, but he's honest. He ran for governor. He, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you really should because he debunks uh, uh, climate culture, uh, uh, panic, uh, the whole idea of climate change killing us all. He debunks that on a daily basis. He's really good. He's the one that has, who, who goes, does the deep dive into Trump being banned and explains how people like Michelle Obama were demanding. Imagine this punk Yoel Roth getting a phone call from Michelle Obama. He must have been like in awe, just, ooh, whatever you say, Mrs. Vice, whatever you have, Mrs. First Lady. And, uh, so they demand Trump gets banned. He gets banned. By the way, there's no real reason. They don't, they go through their whole policy and they make up some reason to ban Trump. His last tweet, I believe was the one calling for people to go home, uh, uh, go home in peace and love from the Capitol. But somehow that was inciting violence. And uh, they used that rationale for banning him. But uh, after this all day, I just want to say that if you're not following us, uh, closely. Musk is so committed to this. He's so all in. He never wavers. You know, he's, he's, he's again, a former liberal, former Democrat who's seeing how who's getting an up close look at how these people operate, just how just devious and sinister they were in rigging the election. He said it, they've rigged elections, but he came out with perhaps the greatest tweet Certainly the most, <laughs> the most liked tweet I've ever seen. Uh, what time was the, uh, the, the famous uh, tweet from, uh, from Musk? Was that Saturday? S- I mean, you never was, know. Uh, I mean, 6 a.m. December 11th. When was it? Yesterday? No. Yesterday morning. Yesterday morning. What time? Uh, Eastern time. <laughs> time? Six, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Eastern, so 3 a.m. West Coast time. He is like Trump in that regard. You never know when the hell this guy sleeps. And I mean, any time of the day he could tweet. And 
I don't. And again, like like uh, Donald Trump, I'm not sure he has anybody <laughs> advising him. When he sees something, when he thinks something, he tweets it out and he stands by it. Here it is. My pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Um, when I first saw this, you're right, 6 a.m. That is three. He's, he's in, on the West Coast now in the Twitter headquarters, sleeping on a cot. The richest man in the world. Uh, he took took a few hours off to go to a, go see Dave Chappelle, and we can get to that too. But uh, here is the greatest tweet. And I, I initially said that's funny, it's cute, but it's brilliant on so many levels. It mocks them. It mocks the woke crowd in one, two, three, four, five words, five words. It marks them like 17 different ways and it set them off. First of all, you're not allowed to uh, criticize uh, um, Dr. Fauci. Here he is. Here's his little, his little uh, Dr. Fauci. The evil elf is above criticism, which to me is so bizarre. Just think of this. The man most responsible for the damage done to this country through COVID <laughs> in so many ways helped fund the research, the gain of function research at Wuhan. They did it there. They funded it there because it's illegal here. That guy funded the research that led to the, to, to COVID be, uh, escaping the lab and killing 7 million people, including a million Americans, destroying our economy, shutting down schools, causing untold damage just unfathomable damage to so many people, kids, depression, alcoholism, loneliness, people, you know, struggling in school. Just, it just, you cannot put into words, you cannot grasp the damage this one little man did because he, and, but he did one thing. It didn't matter that he, he was the, the man most responsible for killing 7 million people he defeated Donald Trump in their mind. So he is still a hero. And it's a remarkable thing to see. The more we learn about the damage done by Fauci, the harder they fight to defend him and prop him up and pretend he's some kind of hero. It's so bizarre. He wrote a column, his farewell column in the New York times, which is where it belongs. That is the fakest of fake news. And, and they, there's always going to be home for Fauci there, but he's like, still doing interviews talking about, talking about saying he regrets nothing. He made no mistakes. Just so strange to watch this absolute villain out there still being propped up because he did one thing that matters to them the most. He helped defeat Trump. He helped install Joe Biden as president. But um, and, and, and by the way, Musk is promising more revelations about Fauci. Let's keep in mind, Fauci's daughter worked at Twitter when anybody who questioned Fauci was getting banned, including physicians and world-renowned experts. They were questioning the uh, efficacy of the vaccine. That was unacceptable because uh, for whatever reason, Fauci is all in on the vaccine. Again, consider this. Uh, you, Fauci has never talked about eating better, exercising, losing weight things that really could save your life if you get COVID. Never. Why? Because he doesn't make any money. Because he doesn't sell any vaccines. It's all about selling vaccines. Uh, and, and the mask stuff is hilarious too. In February, he told a colleague, don't bother masks, they don't work. In April, 
he was insisting, you know, two-year-olds had to wear masks. He totally flipped on masks and went all in. And still, it's like sticking to his guns, talking about getting vaccinated and wearing masks around the holidays. And the whole country's looking at him. I mean, not the whole country, not Michelle Obama or Yoel Roth, but most of the countries looking at him going, are you nuts? What is wrong with you? We're moving on. He's 82 in uh, two weeks and he just won't go away. And he just won't admit, admit what he did to this country. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing to watch, but I'm looking forward to more Fauci revelations because I have a feeling they're coming. I have a feeling, uh, uh, there's a, I, I think there's a reason Musk is tweeting that about Fauci and uh, he followed it up with something else. People questioned him on it and he talked about why he, uh, why he's been so critical of Fauci. Do you have any more uh, Musk tweets after that one? Because uh, that tweet got 1 million, <laughs> 1 million likes. I don't think I've ever seen a tweet with a million likes. Have you ever had one Ironhead? Have you ever tweeted something that had a million likes? Not quite that many. Just short. Yeah. Uh, 200,000 uh, retweets or something like that. Yeah, I've, awesome. I've never seen anything like it, but it's just beautiful because uh, immediately uh, it triggered all the usual suspects to respond and call Musk should be in jail and all the, you know, the Sunday morning shows and Musk is out of control and, you know, Musk must be stopped. He's taking, he's, he's, oh, here's this fat load, Alexander Vinman. This is the man, by the way, who uh, triggered the second, no, the first uh, impeachment of Donald Trump. This, this loose cannon, this, this guy whose loyalties, by the way, lie, first of all, with the Democrat Party, secondly, with Ukraine. The U.S. is way down on his list. But he says, I'd put Fauci's reputation up against this fool, Elon Musk, anytime. Twitter is dying, says Alexander Vindman. That's okay. If anything needs to be killed, killed off soonest. Elon Musk cannot be allowed to promote to promoted dangerous radical views, hate speech. Imagine Goebbels with a bigger platform. Yeah, he's Goebbels now because he's calling out Fauci. Uh, uh, my pronoun is prosecute Elon Musk. Real clever, this guy. I, I, where'd you come up with that one? You are a witty. <laughs> God, he, he is just... He's exposed himself. He didn't need any help. He is just uh, that. I'm, I'm going to guess he tweets after he has a couple of pops and he just loses his mind. Some story. This is why, this is why uh, Musk is such a hero. He, he's got these turn on the light and you know, these, these people are just scurrying and they're, and they don't know what to do. They can't handle it. It's, it's a, it's an amazing thing. They've had control of all of the big tech platforms for years now and used it to their advantage and 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 colluded with big with 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 uh, FBI and DOJ and the White House, and now one platform is 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 opening up, and they don't know what to do. It's it's glorious. It's good to see people back on there who were banned just coming back every day. I'm looking forward to getting all these doctors back. They I think Jay Bhattacharya Jay Bhattacharya spent the day with Musk. Musk is reaching out to these people. He reached out to James Woods, invited him to come hang out. We need to see them all back on there. Peter McCullough, Robert Malone. These are real authorities. These are the people who tried to hold little Tony Fauci's little tiny feet to the fire. And they're uh, Fauci's friends, including his own daughter, rigged that game for him. No, no questioning. 
Dr. Fauci, I can't even imagine being the family member of someone who's had adverse reactions to vaccines, someone who has myocarditis, maybe, someone who maybe didn't make it because of the vaccine. And you have to find out that the people who were telling the truth about the vaccine were banned, silenced. And the guy who was selling the vaccines to everyone, including six-month-olds, the guy who wants you to get boosted like every three weeks, that guy, he had complete control of Twitter because of his friends, connections, and his own family. It's, it's just, I mean, honestly, this scandal is so big on so many levels. It's amazing. I, I, as I said, the only way the mainstream media will even touch it, I think we're still on zero seconds combined for the three big ones, ABC, NBC, CBS, combined, have spent zero seconds on this. Unless Trump talks about it, unless Trump says something stupid about it, they won't even cover it on the fringes. You know, they won't touch it. This is, this is like not covering Watergate. <laughs> it is just mind-boggling to think that somebody, that, that there isn't somebody at these newspapers, the Washington Post and New York Times, once respected, now disgraced, have not spent a minute on this, have not spent a word on this. And it's just, and it involves everybody. Now it involves the Obamas. It involves the Bidens. It involves, uh, you know, celebrities and, and doctors and experts and authorities and, and one little pervert with his doctorate from, uh, from the University of Pennsylvania. Oh, here's the other thing they're doing. They're saying Musk is putting Yoel Ross life in danger. Isn't that rich? Rosk is putting Yoel Ross life in this guy who allowed millions of tweets that included child pornography. That guy's life might be in danger because Musk called him out and kicked him out. I don't think his life's in danger, but he sure as hell should be disgraced. We should know the truth. Let's get to, uh, I want to get to uh, uh, the, the tri- I want to get the latest on the prisoner swap, but let's do libs of TikTok here because we talk about it all the time. Maybe some people aren't familiar with libs of TikTok. She has the most controversial account on Twitter. I believe it's a million, 1.4 million followers. It's just some woman sitting in Brooklyn, New York and uh, on online. And, and she started off just literally taking videos that liberals posted on TikTok. You know, wacky, weird teachers with nose rings and purple hair talking about their pronouns and in, in classroom. She just took their videos, took their TikTok videos and posted them on Twitter. That That's it. It caught on because it was so revealing, the stuff that was out there. And she became kind of a lightning rod. She's been suspended. This is another thing we learned from the Twitter files a number of times, never violating the rules, by the way, never. But they just didn't like her. That explains a lot. The guy that did his PhD on Grinder, the guy who hates kids, the guy who <laughs> hates Trump, that guy targeted Libs of TikTok because Libs of TikTok was exposing, revealing some of his friends. That would be drag queens and, and pervert teachers, you know, who want to talk about their sex lives with six-year-olds. Those were his people, and he couldn't stand that Libs of TikTok was exposing them. Um, but this was from last night. This is just an example, just one example. There's thousands. If you, if you don't follow her, you should. I mean, she does this every day. They, they just keep giving her material. They just keep posting videos, and she keeps reposting them 
and saying, look at this. This is from last night. This is in New York City, I believe. Do you have the, uh, the, the video from uh, Libs of TikTok last night? This is in New York City yesterday. Uh, uh, she posted it 10 hours ago. Uh, this is in New York City outside. I guess I should be, be uh, pleased it's not in school. It's not in you know a library or in a kindergarten. But it's outdoors. And check this out. This is a guy pretending to be a woman wearing a thong showing every inch of his fat ass in, 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 and teaching a young girl, maybe seven, eight years old, how to twerk while a bunch of other little kids watch on just in horror. Look at this. This again is a man wearing a thong. We don't get, Oh Jesus. We do get to see the whole thing wearing a thong dancing on stage in high heels, fat, ugly guy pretending to be a woman. And this girl, maybe she's 10 or something, I don't know, is dancing along and he's like helping her. While one, two, three, four, five other kids, at least, sit there in the front row like they're, like they're watching Mr. Rogers, you know, or watching somebody, you know, someone read uh, Twas a Night Before Christmas or something, sitting there in rapt attention while a guy pretending to be a woman dances. And I've seen these people behind there. Every one of them should be arrested right now. They're the parents, I assume of these children exposed to this. It's just madness. Twitter kept banning her because she posted things like that and they didn't want those people. Yoel Roth and friends, J.J. Gotti, did not want their people exposed. They got exposed. They hated it. They banned or they suspended her. I believe it was three times in the last year. Not for any violation of the rules, just for showing everybody what their friends were really all about. But, all right, we got lots to get to on this Monday. We got to do this, uh, this Twitter. I mean, this, uh, the, the, the worst trade in history. I think, you know, even liberals have come around to admit Joe Biden is a, is just a, a fool, a dupe. He was taken advantage of by Putin. He was made the fool. He traded, uh, he traded, uh, the merchant of death, as you know, for an NBA, a WNBA star who tried to smuggle cannabis oil into Russia. She did 10 months. We went over uh, Paul Whelan, the ex-Marine who's done four years uh, for nothing, for made up charge about espionage. Uh, Biden decided to leave him there because he's white and he's heterosexual and he's a former Marine who loves this country. Uh, He did nothing. He, he had a, Biden had a choice. We know that from NBC's reporting to pick Waylon or pick um, pick Brittany Griner, of course, since woke politics, since identity politics is everything to the Biden administration. Of course, he chose the WNBA player who hates America, who made it her mission to get the WNBA to stop playing the anthem. Um, she's back in San Antonio because, you know, she checked all the boxes. Well, a couple of interesting, a couple of interesting, uh, uh, comments over the weekend, interviews over the weekend. Uh, let's do Sheila Jackson Lee. First of all, if you don't know her, she's a wacky left-wing uh, congresswoman from Texas who is just, just dumb as a, even dumber than Joy Reid. But here she is being interviewed by Joy Reid. And she wants you to know Victor Boot, the merchant of death, responsible, of, according to some people, responsible for more death than any living person in the world dealt weapons to 
every army but the Salvation Army around the globe, just just uh, armed. You know, every insurgency, every every revolution in in everywhere from Africa to South America to to Colombia armed the Taliban, armed the ISIS, you name it. He sold arms. He had a whole fleet of planes. He had hundreds of thousands of AK-47s and, and uh, C4 and everything else. Just at the, the merchant of death is an apt uh, nickname for this monster. He was doing 25 years in a U.S. prison. And by the way, the, the operation to get him, get him out of Russia to Thailand where our intelligence agencies, uh, 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 had a sting operation to grab him and bang him back here and put him in prison was amazing. Well, that's all for not now because we gave him back for a WNBA star who had a little cannabis oil. Again, worst trade in history, just, just embarrassing on, on every level. And now the attempt to spin is even more, it's even more laughable. They want you to know Victor boot, not such a bad guy. Let's listen to Sheila Jackson Lee. As the facts would tell them, he was sentenced to 25 years. He saved, served 11 to 16 years. I don't know. They can't remember the exact number. But in actuality, um, his weapons might have been used to kill Americans. He has not killed Americans. I'm not saying he's not a nasty, bad guy. But I will tell you that I believe that Americans should know that the sovereignty of their nation will always be behind them and they'll never be forgotten. He didn't kill Americans. He just conspired to kill Americans. He didn't kill. He conspired to kill officers in the U.S. military. He sold weapons to FARC, at the uh, the revolutionary group in in, in Colombia, for the express purpose of killing Americans. But she says, you know, he certainly served somewhere between 11 and 16. Is that that hard? He served 11. And and John Kirby said he was going to get out in 2029 anyway. Uh, these people are, just admit it. It's a terrible deal, a terrible precedent. Americans overseas are in danger today because of what Biden did here. And uh, I hope we have some, uh, you know, Russian bad guys in custody somewhere because leaving Paul Whelan behind and so many others. We'll tell you about uh, uh, Mark Fogel, 61-year-old former teacher, busted for the exact same crime as Brittany Griner. He, except he had a prescription for his weed because he had a back problem. He's still in a Russian prison. Uh, they don't even mention his name. It sounds like an amazing guy from Pennsylvania, teaches school over in Russia. He's in. Uh, he's doing hard time because, uh, again, white guy, 61-year-old white guy, don't win a lot of woke points with that. So the Biden regime are, will leave him there. But if you missed it, Perhaps the most amazing interview of the weekend. Uh, guy named Victor Boot. You heard of him? <laughs> not a bad, not such a bad, didn't kill Americans. He's back in Russia. I assume for the weekend he spent, you know, home in Moscow and he'll be in Ukraine killing Ukrainians. You know, he'll be, they, we gave them weapons to fight him. We gave, we gave the Russians the world's biggest arm dealer, arms dealer, and we gave the Ukrainians the arms. So now the two of them are having it out. <laughs> what a world. He sat down and did an interview. I saw the interview uh, uh, everyone did on uh, Friday when he was in the plane. It was all in Russian, so we didn't understand it. 
apparently he's fluent in many languages. He's a smart, smart, evil man. He sits down with Russia Today in English and does an interview. If you haven't heard this, it's amazing. As somebody pointed out, and, and it's a good point, the merchant of death who did time, did 11 years in prison here and is now back in Russia, had more positive things to say about the United States than Brittany Griner. Maybe she's changed. I'm sure she'll sit down for an interview soon. Maybe she'll say, I now know this is the greatest place on earth. I now will stand with my hand over my heart for the anthem. I'll sing along. Maybe. But check out what Victor Boot had to say about the United States after we put him in prison for 11 years and then let him go. Go ahead. Do you hate America? No. You know, in fact, I'm knowing many inmates. I figure out we're sharing way more common. Maybe America is very much similar. Look, it's the same size. Yes, they have a, it's the same kind of this. And when you talk to them, there is nothing there even to beef about. We are naturally, you know, born not to be enemies. And whenever there's conflict, it's elites. You know, every... You know, American I met in a prison who is uh, from rural area was very easy to deal with. He has no problem with Russia and he was curious about Russia, despite all propaganda. They're losing their Christian values. They're losing their families. They're losing literally their countries. It's not anymore the same country. We knew America who used to be a model for entire world and lead and be an example, you know, like they say, a shiny town on the, you know, sparkling town on a hill. That, that is just incredible. We're losing our Christian values. We used losing our country. We used to be the shining city, the shining town on the hill says the merchant of death. Uh, uh, no, it says Russian businessman under his name on television. No, it says Russian <laughs> businessman. Oh man. I don't know what he knows, but he must know something. He must be so valuable because, mm. uh, you know, they, I don't, I don't know if they took Brittany Griner expressly to swap her for, uh, for him, but Putin was determined to get this monster back, and now he's got him back. And to add insult to the embarrassment of this trade, he's sitting there in Moscow talking about how we're losing our country, we're losing our Christian values. He knows that because he met people in prison from rural areas, and they they told him that. That's an that's just an incredible interview, and you will probably not see it uh, anywhere but here today. I don't know, maybe maybe Tucker will play it, but I'm going to guess. That, like everything else, will be completely ignored by the mainstream media. All right, let me do Shay, then we'll get to uh, the the passing of Grant Wall. What a wild story that was. And uh, Ironhead Streak, still alive. Man, the streak, this is just the amazing streak, most amazing streak in sports history. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front, front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that. You call Shay, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. 
They take the old steps away. They put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. Uh, you texted me this. Uh, you have, uh, in however long, uh, many months we've been together, you have rarely told me something I didn't know. No, no insult, but I try to stay on top of the news. And you texted me the other night. You said, Grant Wall is dead. And I went, what? How? And, and we, the, the fact is, we still don't know. 49-year-old writer used to be uh, with Sports Illustrated for years, I think 20-something years. Uh, worked for all kinds of places, CBS, Fox, Substack. Just a soccer authority. Uh, by all accounts, I'm sure I read him I mean, I'm sure I read that cover story. He had the his most famous story was LeBron James on the cover as a 16 year old, I believe, in high school. And uh, Grant Wall did that. I'm sure I've read him, and I'm, I'm, he's done. I'm sure he's done some great work. I don't read soccer stories, so I don't read most of his stuff. But by all accounts, a nice guy. There's a really good piece in the uh, L.A. Times by Chris Stone. Uh, who I used to work with at Sports Illustrated, uh, talking about what a nice guy he was to kids and interns and, and new people at Sports Illustrated, how he tried to help everyone out. His wife is an epidemiologist who was on one of uh, Biden's task forces. I'm sure she has never been suspended from Twitter. But anyway, he's a he's a wokester. He tried to wear a rainbow T-shirt into the stadium in Qatar a couple of weeks ago. We told you about that. They stopped him and wouldn't let him. We made fun of him because it was grandstanding. And it was not respecting the culture of the host country, but you know, apparently he changed his shirt and and uh, was sitting there covering soccer. Uh, most people I talk to, they they say you know, very well known soccer guy, but they don't read him because he writes about soccer anyway. Uh, so that's him a couple of weeks ago being stopped from going in. Two nights ago, Friday night, he was there covering a game, literally in the press box in front of his computer passes out, dies. And it's, you know, he's a huge COVID uh, vaccine guy, of course, because his wife's a, a big vaccine proponent, uh, epidemiologist. So quite immediately the theories start going, you know, around the world, man, all the, the conspiracy theories. Did the Qataris take him out? His last story, aside from his post on Substack, talking about how he didn't feel well, was about how the Qataris don't care about all the dead migrants who died building that that gaudy $2 billion stadium. We've talked about it. There's somewhere between, I don't know, 1,000 and 6,000 migrants who died building the stadium like slaves that they brought in for the Philippines. And he wrote a story just the other day that they don't care. So immediately people are thinking, uh-oh, did the Qataris do this? Did they shot? Did the, the clot shot? Did that, was that what happened? We don't know. And I fear, I feel bad for the family. Imagine this. I mean, it's bad enough, but are they ever going to know what caused his death? No. Here's his brother on Friday night, I believe on Instagram, making uh, essentially breaking the story for people and uh, claiming in his mind that uh, his brother, Grant Wall did not die of natural causes. Go ahead. My name is Eric Wall. I live in Seattle, Washington. I am Grant Wall's brother. 
I'm gay. And the reason he wore the rainbow shirt to the World Cup, my brother was healthy. He told me he received death threats. I do not believe my brother just died. I believe he was killed. And I just beg for any help. I don't, I don't, uh, understand why this is your knee jerk reaction right after you find out he's dead to fire that off into the internet. Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously your, your mind's probably going a mile a minute. You're saying, you know, he made, he mocked, he criticized the Qatari government. He made them look like fools with the rainbow shirt. I don't know. You didn't think that right away that they took him out. I mean, I, I think that's not likely. I think it's more likely that he, I don't know, had some heart problem. I don't know. I, and, but the problem I have is they take him to the local hospital, treated, died, to, declared. Uh, um, will we ever know? Will, will there be an American sur- uh, physician doing an autopsy? Will they determine f- when, to our satisfaction here in the United States the cause of death? I mean, if they find out he was poisoned, they're not going to tell you in, 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 in Qatar, if they find out it was the COVID shot, hell, they probably won't tell you that in the United States. Are we ever going to know what killed Grant Wall? Nah. And, um, when I first heard this is what I was going off of was his brother's video. So my knee jerk initial reaction to it was that he was killed. Cause that's what the info I had. And, uh, I was, I tweeted out something along the lines of like, you can't pull this crap in countries like that with like the shirt and the grandstanding because it does not go well there. It does not right. happen like it does here. And people are like, oh, you're just happy. You're, you know what? He deserved it. I'm like, that's not what I was saying, you dummy. I didn't. I mean, obviously, I would never agree anything with him on po- politically. I've been reading about him. He's a, you know, he's what you'd expect. He's a mainstream media guy, big liberal, big wokester, big gay rights guy and big COVID uh, vaccine guy. But so what? by all accounts was a great guy and uh, a nice guy to the people. And again, read that LA times piece about how he treated those below him on the food chain. All right, we got to move. Oh, by the way, another Qatar, another journalist, a Qatari photographer dropped dead. No word on whether this guy was wearing a rainbow shirt, but I doubt it. it uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to check that uh, Qatar off my list of places. I want to see someday. That's cross. I'm crossing India off. I'm crossing Qatar off right now. Not interested. All right, quickly, congratulations, Jamel Hill. She reached her book, her autobiography came out a couple of weeks ago called Uphill about all the struggles of a talentless uh, journalist who has made tens of millions of dollars uh, selling racial grievance in various platforms. I believe she now works for the Atlantic. She worked for the Ringer, ESPN made a fortune, never got any ratings, never got any, never sold anything. She came out with her book called Uphill. Again, the struggle is real. It reached, it peaked at number 2,961 on Amazon. It sold 5,000 copies, 5,034. I'm sorry. That's her friends and family each bought copies. Nobody else is interested in Jamel Hill telling you about her struggles, but, uh, Let's get to this in our final minutes. Somehow, some way, week 14, I believe, correct? Yeah. <laughs> NFL week 14. If you've been paying attention, we make our picks every week. Four games. Montante, he's our degenerate. He's our handicapper. Me and Ironhead. 
and uh, Matante's leading still. I'm in solid second place. And taking up the rear is Ironhead, who is 0-3. We've we got tonight's game to go. Yeah. 14 straight weeks without a winning record. I don't even know how that's even possible. That is so amazing. Congratulations. I don't know how you've done it. If you're tailing me, you're making a ton of money. Let us know. Come reach out to us if you've fading uh, Ironhead. But uh, big news in the NFL, Tom Brady's done. Toast. This is amazing. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, we saw this yesterday. It was so disappointing. It was the big game of the weekend. Brady back in San Francisco going against Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. 262. That's where he was drafted in the draft. He was blown out. It was 35 nothing before they scored, 35-7. to seven. Um, First quarterback ever to beat Tom Brady in his first NFL start. I believe that. I have that right. Tom Brady is now 6-7. and seven. The Bucks in first place, of course. 6-7, and seven, the first time he's had seven losses in 20 years. He's never lost eight games. That's going to end this season. Sorry. Uh, the Eagles, clearly the best team in the NFL. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts is probably the MVP. The Lions started one and six. They've won five of the last six, and they are a blast. I do that on Sundays as I'm watching Red Zone. I root for my Lions. I've decided they're my team. And I want to say, Coach, this is a Peter King thing, Coach of the Week, Ronaldo Hill. Do you know who that is, Ironhead? I do not. Defensive coordinator, I believe, for the L.A. Chargers, who made the Dolphins look like chumps. Tua looked awful. Tua was, he went 10 for 28. It got hot, went 10 for, at one point he was like three for 18. Made him look like he was an Army-Navy quarterback. By the way, great, great Army-Navy game. Overtime, double overtime, just an awesome event. I love the Army-Navy game. I don't care what anyone says. They can't throw the ball, but they can, they play, play hard. Anyway, Tua looked so bad. That was in San Diego. I mean, LA was missing a bunch of key defensive players, and they, uh, and they, and they won this game and just made Miami look awful. But big game tonight: Patriots at Cardinals. Cardinals get Kyler Murray and a bunch of guys back. I'm still sticking with the Patriots. You want to stick with your pick, Ironhead? You could switch if you want. No, I got to stick with it. The this is this is the Patriots season tonight. If they lose, they're just so done. It's over. I, I agree. It's very important, which is why it's not. You know, the Cardinals are four and eight. I'm four and whatever they are. Pa- yeah, Patriots need it more. They're more desperate. It just feels like one of those games where they put it all together. I'm picking the Patriots to win easily tonight, but we shall see. Uh, but we will leave it there for today. Anything else, Ironhead? Nope, that is it, sir. Oh, our oh. our announcement. Yeah, we're going to make a big announcement tomorrow. I need to get the details. Wow. You know, over the weekend, everyone was uh, out of the loop over the weekend. But we're going to get we're going to learn more today and have our big announcement tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Thanks to everyone for watching and listening, and uh, thanks for mocking Ironhead for his picks. Don't forget, you want to make money. Listen, Ironhead, go the other way. Uh, it's been working out for fourteen weeks. Callahan but- Coffee also. Uh, CallahanCoffee.com, OmahaSteaks.com, MyPillow.com, code word Jerry. Get all your shopping done. Sit there and get on the computer and get all your shopping done and support our wonderful sponsors. But that'll do it for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? 
Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.